Welcome to the All Around Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. On this edition of the All Around Joe Podcast, I'm going to be talking about a day of eating and why I'm eating these particular foods so that you can have an idea. And I feel like I get this question quite often when people ask me, well, what do you eat? And they don't usually ask me why I eat it necessarily, but I'm going to explain the whys behind it just so that we have an idea so that you guys that are interested in knowing why you're eating this, if you take some of this advice from me, and I think that is important. So here we go. All right, guys, but before I get into that, this podcast is brought to you by the Get Better Project. We're offering two weeks of free in the program where we give you all of our workouts, coaching training, coaching videos, nutritional setup. So if you find this interesting, you could join the Get Better Project for two free weeks and have me work with you on your diet if you wanted to. All you have to do is head over to thegetbetterproject.com slash two weeks and we'll get you all signed up. All right, guys, let's do this. The first thing that is on the list here that I am usually consuming, and I will kind of preface this in a little bit, uh, the first thing is black coffee, all right? So no creamers, no sugars, no sweeteners, no protein, no bulletproof, no nothing, just the black coffee because I'm trying to have an intermittent fasting style of diet where I am doing about eight hours of eating per day. So I will start my eating later on. You'll see at about 11 o'clock or 11 a.m. is when I will start my eating. But I just have the black coffee. And if you do any research around like whether or not intermittent fasting is actually a thing, whether you have coffee, it seems like most people will tell you that black coffee, they still consider the fasting to be a thing with just the black coffee. But if you have anything else like aminos or if you have, you know, your bulletproof setup um, or your... uh, butter or coconut oil in your coffee, then it does not count, all right? So you're not actually doing fasting if you follow that regime, even though most people that are selling those products will tell you that. Like if even the like the Perfect Amino company that I, that I use, uh, they will tell you, oh yeah, you can have your Perfect Aminos and because it's not digested all the way through your stomach, then you're going to stay in a fasted state. I don't really buy into that. Uh, and I don't definitely don't buy into having Bulletproof coffee uh, because of the fat in there keeps you in a fasted state. It just doesn't, there's no logical sense that that makes. It could, you, we could argue that it might be better for you, but you wouldn't be following a fast. So there you have it. Um, it could also be some sort of thing where you have the perfect amount of the nutrients so it doesn't trigger the ending of a fast for you, kind of like the fasting mimicking diet that, that we've been doing. And that would be another case. And they actually, the Prolong company actually sells these fasting bars that are supposed to be basically not triggering the body's response to breaking a fast. So you could try that as well. Uh, I don't, buy into any of that stuff right now. Uh, I So I just do black coffee first thing in the morning, which is about 7.30 or 8 a.m. and sip on that until about 11 a.m. when I have a no-cow bar. And I have a no-cow bar because it's full of plant-based protein and it's high in fiber and it doesn't spike my blood sugar. So for me, what I find is that if I have too much food in the morning or too many carbohydrates, I completely am changing the environment of my body and I do not have the ability to focus after that. So you kind of got to play with your own body and and figure these things out for yourself. But if I have a no-cow bar, 
because, and then I'm assuming that this is the case, we could, uh, you know, get very scientific about this, but because of the high fiber and the low amount of carbohydrates that are raising the blood sugar, I believe they've even called these yeah, keto-friendly bars, even though they do have some, well, I think like 20 grams of carbohydrates in them. So I wouldn't have them if I was on keto necessarily, but I the reason that for that is because there's not a lot of blood sugar spike that you get from having the no-cal bars. And I love that in the morning. I've even found that I'm more productive if I keep my carbs very low until after my workout because my body tends to, my mind just goes haywire if I have the carbohydrates early on in the day. Then I'll wait until about 12 p.m., so not that much longer, and I will have a combination of things. Uh, Usually, or sometimes, depending if they're available, I'll have farm fresh eggs. I do not eat any eggs. I only eat farm fresh eggs when I believe that the chickens are free range because it's basically just like a different product. Like you You are what your food eats, so if you're going out and you're buying you know, ground beef that is not pasture-raised, that is grain-fed, that are loaded with hormones, then you're going to get those in your food. So you decide what you want to eat. So I'll have farm-fresh eggs that we usually, depending on where we're at, we'll just get, you know, locally from down the street. If somebody says, hey, I'm selling eggs, we'll go there and we'll buy them from those particular people. I'll put in about a half tablespoon of Kerrygold butter, and I will do three cups or so of organic spinach. So I'm basically having like an egg salad, if you will. Not the typical egg salad, but a salad with eggs that I will have in the morning. And what that will do is it'll get me a lot of very good fats, saturated fats and proteins, as well as get my day started off with a lot of fiber. So I'm getting fiber from the no-cow bar as well as from the spinach. And that will keep my brain nice and focused with those high, high quality fats, as well as not getting that blood sugar spike and the returning blood sugar dip from having the carbohydrates. So what I'll do is I'll, I'll play off of that or I'll run off of that until my workout usually. If I'm feeling like I'm low on energy, at this point I could have a banana or some sourdough bread or something like that in order to up my energy like a 30 minutes or so before the workout. If not though, then I'm probably using my fat storage pretty darn well at this point and feeling good going into a workout. So I would have... My perfect amino, so I usually have 10 perfect aminos right before my workout, if that makes sense. Or if I'm working out earlier, I might have these perfect aminos right after my workout. Because if you're eating perfect aminos or you're having perfect aminos, you need to have them two hours after the last time you have protein and fat or 30 minutes before the next time you're going to have protein and fat. So if I time it right and I have my eggs at noon, at 12 noon, and then I work out exactly, you know, two hours later, then I could have those aminos before I work out. And that would be the ideal situation. But if I can't, then I will have them afterwards. So let's say 3 p.m. And then I would wait 30 minutes before I have anything else to eat. But I would ideally have those perfect aminos um, as uh, at that particular point before. And then after my workout, if depending on like where this is in the, in the time frame, then I would have uh, other supplements, things like creatine, beta alanine from Blonics, that type of stuff. At that particular time, still trying to avoid that window that I'm trying to have perfect aminos in. So I'd work out and it could be, like I said, anywhere between, my workout's going to be anywhere between like 12 and 5 p.m. And it could change and that's just going to change based off of what my particular workday looks like or like what's going on in the day, where we're at, that type of thing. But I will adjust this 
eating schedule based off of that. And I should also note that if my workout ends up going later in the day, like 5 p.m. or so, I will probably have carbohydrates, uh, either oatmeal or some chickpeas or um, blueberries or some bread or something like that earlier on before the workout, just because I will start to feel a dip that I, and I want to load up my glycogen stores a little bit earlier. So I feel like I can hold my energy level until about 12 or 2, between 12 and 2, without needing any carb, really carbohydrates or just like very high fiber carbohydrates. And then I have to boost something up after that. Then post-workout, my ideal post-workout meal is to have one cup of oatmeal, one cup of organic blueberries, one organic banana. So I will have that and I will mix a little bit of coke, I'm sorry, oat milk in there. So I'm getting a bunch of oatmeal, a bunch of blueberries, a bunch of uh, banana, and then I will have one and a half scoops separately in a shaker bottle. Separately, I'll have one and a half scoops of Garden of Life sport protein powder. I really like that stuff and it's uh, plant-based. Then I'll do three tablespoons of acacia fiber and one tablespoon of psyllium husk fiber in there. And then any other supplements that I would be having that would be ideal in a post-workout style of time frame. And that would usually hold me over for a couple of hours, although sometimes workout gets pushed later and there's less timing. So I'm eating basically less off of time between meals and more off of uh, when I need to eat based off of the intermittent fasting and then around my workout. So I might, if my workout's later, I might have this oatmeal later and then like an hour later, I'm going to have a full dinner style meal just because when everyone else is eating, that's fine. So I'm going to pack in more calories in a smaller period of time. In an ideal situation, I think that you do pack in the majority of your calories around your workout anyway, because your body is going to utilize those more effectively for you. So if I had a bunch of this oatmeal first thing in the morning, then it didn't work out until 5 p.m., it might be utilized and it might have actually repaired something from the day before, but my body is going to be further away from that trigger point of the workout to utilize those carbohydrates. So then uh, coming around at or 6 p.m., so I had the oatmeal and protein shake around 3, 3.30 p.m. Then around 6 p.m., I would have something like uh, salmon. So six, eight ounces of wild-caught salmon, maybe two cups of chickpea pasta, which that stuff is uh, very good. Chickpea pasta, if you haven't tried that, get some of it. It's super tasty. Uh, they also have the chickpea rice, which is also very tasty in and of itself. Then uh, we might put some marinara sauce in that. So I have some salmon on the side with some chickpea pasta and a cup of marinara sauce. Um, we like rouse because it tends to have low ingredients and tastes really good. And then a couple cups of mixed greens. So I'm just giving you cups. I, it's like just a big bunch. I don't really measure out my greens too much. And I never, to, to be honest with you, I don't really measure out too much. Uh, I will from time to time if I have an easy way of measuring something. Like let's say there's a food scale hanging around. I might check, you know, oh, that salmon looks like it's about six ounces. Then look at it and be like, oh, that was actually only five ounces or four ounces. So then I'll, I'll re-gauge my my eyeball method of measuring. And I think that that's about the best we can do or best we should expect to do because there's a lot of air in these uh, measurements anyway. So we're just trying to get close on these numbers and do our best from there. It's not going to be incredibly 100% specific or, or accurate, and that's fine. We just need to have an idea. Then I would do a, probably about a half an avocado, half a uh, couple tablespoons of balsamic vinaigrette, maybe a half a pepper, 
orange, red, yellow, something like that, and then some cherry tomatoes. And this will all be like in a salad. And if I need more fat, then I would put in some olive oil in there, get some high quality olive oil, and I would have that. Then uh, for dessert, if you will, I will usually have a perfect bar. So one of the refrigerated protein bars, and they're usually just nuts and some other things that are thrown in there with some superfoods, which is great. So I really like the the perfect bars and I've been eating those quite a bit lately. And my goal for calories and macros is 3,100 calories right now, protein around 195, carbs around 275, and fat around 115. Those are in grams. And with this particular day, I'm going to go ahead and put those things into my fitness pal right before dinner and measure out about how much more food I might need. So depending on the day, if that particular food that I told you about doesn't equal up to exactly or close to my 3,100 calories and fats, proteins, and carbs, I would look and see what I need left and fill in the hole. So let's say if I needed some more fat, I might have uh, some nuts, some mixed nuts, ideally with bunch of Brazil nuts in there. Or if I needed more carbs, I might have a few more blueberries or a little bit more oatmeal or some more chickpeas, something like that. And if I needed more protein, then I might have some more salmon or have some other source of plant-based protein and fill in that, fill in it, fill in from that particular place. So it's all just becomes this like, eat your normal routine, get to that last meal eat the last meal, put it into my fitness pal. And from there, you're going to have an idea of where you're going to add in your extra calories and macronutrients. And it becomes really easy and only takes about five minutes if you do it in that way and you get good at just entering these things in. If you have multiple things uh, that you eat regularly, you can just easily add those in and that makes it even easier. And that makes it easier for you to know if something is actually helping you, hurting you. So I recommend trying this out. If you have any questions about any of this stuff or, or actually digging in deeper to why I'm having these particular things, a lot of them have to do with looking at the label first, liking the ingredients in it, and then trying it and see how it makes me feel. And that's why I'm constantly adjusting these particular carb, protein, and uh, fat timings in the, in the day based off of my workout. There you have it. And it doesn't really change based off of if I'm having an on day or off day. I still try and hit that same number of calories and macronutrients on an off day. The only time that I would recommend not doing that is I might, if I was trying to get super lean, I might have less carbohydrates on that off day. But most cases, if, for most people that are even following a program that are trying to lose weight in, I would just keep it the same because it's hard to really manage that. And it's also going to be a detriment to your energy potentially, if you have the less carbohydrates on the off day, and it could make the next workout day not as fun, harder. And if you're not able to work as hard, then you're not going to trigger the fat burning that you want to from those particular workouts. So, all right, guys, hope this was helpful for you. Remember to head over to the Get Better Project if you'd like to have me be coaching you personally for two weeks for free, and hopefully for the rest of your life. By going to thegetbetterproject.com slash two weeks, and we'll get you all signed up, set up, good to go. And you can let me know if you have any questions about that at all. So I hope this was beneficial for you. And you should reach out to me on the blog post at allaroundjo.com slash 258. That's allaroundjo.com slash 258 with questions that you would like for everybody to see so we can help teach the world be a smarter, better place. Or you can follow me on social media at allaroundjoe or the Get Better Project just about wherever social media is happening. All right, guys, we'll see you soon.
the All Around Joe Podcast. We have my usual my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all around self-care.